Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody, it is Forbes Riley right here on the Forbes Factor, where we bring you health, wealth, and happiness. I find that a good combination really makes you enjoy your day. Uh, What an interesting time this has been. If you're joining me live, we're now in May, which I find hard to believe. It's May 20th, uh, five months of 2020. Many of us are going, what what happened this year? Can we, do we press the reset button? All right, so I'm just going to give you a couple of ramp thoughts before my guests join us, because I have been guest speaking now all around the world. A lot of my time has been spent in this chair, but broadcasting my thoughts and ideas and disruptions literally globally. So I'm going to talk to my audience. I love that you guys join me every week on Forbes Factor. We have a huge, an amazing audience. You can also join me right now live on Facebook, which is just spectacular because you can actually ask questions. And it's never been this interactive before. And I'll see if I can get to them. I think my eyesight's going a little bit, so it's hard to see between my phone and my computer. All right. I want you guys to check in with yourselves. Where are you right now? You know, I I wish that I'd done a little graph. You can go on. I've been learning about the stock market. And apparently, the volatility is as high as it's ever been. Literally, 2008 was the last time they saw this much volatility. And it's an indicator of people's fears and uh What's interesting about that is if I graphed my chart from January till now, now I will tell you, I have a little bit of a different chart than many of you because January 2nd, I started out this year and my beautiful man, Joshua, had a horrific motorcycle accident. Yeah, it was January 2nd. You know, January 1st, we are laughing and dancing and saying, hey, let's start the new year. Great. And next day he's in a coma in ICU and surgery. That was not what I had planned for my new year. Although many of us can say right now, none of this year was what you planned on January 1st, right? So I had to quickly pivot from day one. I mean, it was literally, uh, one, being a caregiver, two, just praying that he survives. And that's a lot of stress on you as a person. And then three, going, wow, life will probably never be the same. So for many of you who are freaking out about life never being the same, it's never been the same. This is what most of you don't understand. I have personally, uh, my age, been through a lot of serious ups and downs, like the volatility of the stock market. So January 1, I mean, we were seriously high. It was a great night. Oh, my God. We were with friends. I had a blast. January 2, that was the lowest it's ever been. So might you say, wow, life is a little ebb and flow. You get really highs, you get really lows. Then, you know, a week in ICU and it started. And thank you to all my Facebook friends, by the way. You guys got me through this because I don't have parents or family. And so I'm literally sharing my life with some strangers, but some friends around the world. And I appreciate that. Um, And then we started to stable off just a a little bit uh, to a new normal back then, literally three months in bed. He's still in a wheelchair, by the way. It's May 20th. Then life got a little weird, right? You're like, oh, there's this virus back my daughter. Now, I tell you guys, my daughter is now 17. She's brilliant. She is brilliant. She's been a marketer. She's been around me. She's been listening to me talk forever. I told yesterday how my daughter made $12,000 
in 15 minutes sitting in the back seat of my car. Okay. If you want to hear that story, give me a little thumbs up, say yes on my social media, and I will tell you that story because it really speaks to everyone who's complaining and moaning that they don't know how to make money. 14 years old, she figured out how to leverage something that fast. I will tell it to you in the most second. I see a whole lot of yeses coming in. And that just changed everything. She came to me in mid-February and she said the news had not even broken. She said to me, mom, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a, a shutdown. We need to go to the store and stock up for at least 30 days. Now, this is the same little girl who came to me a long time ago and said, hey, mom, there's this thing called Bitcoin. Can I have $100? And I'm not as savvy as she is. And I said, no, I didn't want to give my kid 100 bucks. I'd never heard of this silly thing. I thought it was a toy, Bitcoin. And I said, no. She comes back the next day. She said, mom, or it's $500. Can I, have, can I buy one? I'm like, no, and I wasn't thinking the way she was thinking. My mind was on the work that I was doing every day, right? Sometimes you have to pick your head up and go, wow, what really is going on here? And uh, at one point, my little 12-year-old came to me and said, mom, Bitcoin is trading for like $10,000. If you had bought it at $100, we would have so much money. And I had to go, wow. So she came to me in February and said, we need, we need to buy groceries. And so I can remember, so now my 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 graph, my stock market is as high as it's gone, as low as it's gone. Now I'm trying to level off a little bit, right? And so I go to the grocery store and it was just when toilet paper was all missing, but everything else seemed fine. It all seemed kind of normal. And I'm thinking, maybe she's right. Maybe she's not right. I'm not quite sure how to judge this. Is it going to get that bad? She was very clear. We're stocking up for an entire month, mom. If we have a shutdown. I'm like, how does a little kid get to have that all? So all of a sudden the news breaks. And it starts to feel kind of bad. And for about two weeks, I now my volatility goes back up going, whoa, or back down in this case, going, wait a second, I think something is going to get bad. It feels really horrible. Are people going to be dying in the street and bleeding out of their eyes? Is it ever bad movie I've ever seen? And I freaked out. And for like two weeks there, uh, I didn't return phone calls. I, people were emailing me. I, my clients were all mad at me. And thank you for some of my clients kind of hitting me on the head. It was challenging. I'm caretaking. I'm not flying anywhere. I'm not leaving. And there's this thing coming, we think. Then all of a sudden, it really hits. And I'm sure you guys all remember when all of a sudden, it was real. It's like, it was weird. Like, they're shutting down the beaches. The, the, the guard is here. This is going to happen. And all of a sudden, it was like, and I, then I go to that same grocery store. And now a lot of the groceries are actually missing. And I thought, oh, my God, I watched this as a movie. Is this actually happening? And then it kind of goes on. Then I had a big birthday. And I had a great birthday party on Zoom. I thought, wow, there's kind of a new normal if you start to embrace this. And so I'm going to just kind of give you this hug because now we're literally coming out of the other side and now no one really is sure because all of a sudden things are opening up. Did, the, did COVID go away? No, it didn't. Is it going to come back stronger? I don't know. Are all of you asking me, wow, what do I do for a living? So before I invite my very first guest to the CEO of an amazing company, we're going to talk about how to stay strong through all of this. Here's what my daughter did. And I'm going to share with you. It's about leverage. A couple of years ago, I'm on my Facebook Live. Live had just come out. And I'm yakking away. I'm on the phone. I'm, and I'm, but I'm also driving. The phone is there. Don't worry. I was hands-free. And uh, my daughter's in the back. And she chimes into my Facebook and she says, now, remember, she doesn't have a company, product, or service. For many of you who don't, this is really important to listen to. And she said, hey, guys, I've listened to my mom for a long time. I do funnels. She creates landing pages. She's a business. She actually, at that point, was making more money than many of her teachers literally like $5,000 retainer. She was, she's brilliant, but she's a kid. And I wasn't really paying attention. And she hijacks my live and she says, 
who would like my mom to rant for her? Literally, get on a subject, get on the phone with my mom. She'll fix your problem. She's a great coach. For a thousand bucks, I will actually, because my mom's not doing this at all, but she'll do it for somebody who says yes. Well, four people said yes. And I wasn't really noticing I'm driving, but she knows. Oh, wait, pause for a second. Right before this, this industrious little girl had said, hey, mom, can I get 50% of whatever I sell for you? And I thought, sure, you're my kid. Why not? Keep that in mind. Pay attention to your kids. So all of a sudden, she sells $4,000. Four people said yes. And I was driving thinking, did you just sell my time for what's going on here? I said, well, wait, stop, everybody. What's going on? And she's laughing. And she says, all right, mom, how about a year? Let me try selling you a year of your time. She said, how much do you want for that? And I said, I, I don't know. Do $12,000, a month, you know, every, every one time a month. And uh, she said, okay. She starts talking. The next thing I know, Cindy from Alaska buys this for $12,000, for $8,000. It was $8,000. Ultimately, they kind of haggled back and forth in front of everybody. All I know is ultimately, she grows $12,000 in 15 minutes. Want to hear the crazy part? She pimped me out. I had to do all the work. She got 50% of the profits. So I'm going to say to you guys, if you are not making money right now, be industrious, be creative. So many of my gurus are actually giving away their teaching online for free or very low cost. Now is the time for you to dig in and go, I can, I got this. All right. So thank you for all of that, for letting me go on and on. I've got my first guest. I can see her whiling away because the cool thing about Zoom is you can actually see into people's homes. I've watched Sharon Stone do stuff. I've watched Katie Hudson was with her freak. I lo- I'm loving this. I'm, I like the Tonight Show from their living room. I think this is crazy. So you guys can't, you can see this on my live on my big Facebook page with 1.7 million followers. Miss Sarah Heiner, hello. How are you? I am well. Yes, you caught me scribbling and shoving a couple things into my mouth. I'm starving. I did a quick dog walk because it's so important to get outside and a little activity right now. You and know what's so- beautiful? I grew up with two, a set of twins on my hip since the day they were born. I don't make apologies. It's fine. It's totally great. You should be able to eat and walk your dog and have a great life. No (laughs) one do demand now of women, I think, and I don't know how you feel about this as a woman CEO. I think you should put on a little makeup when you do this stuff. I I watched, you know, but I watched Wendy the other day. She doesn't want to wear anything. Oh, Rachel Ray was on national television, no makeup. I'm thinking. Looked horrible. Thank you. I know. I know. It looked horrible. Looked like if you're going to be on just because you're home, doesn't mean you don't shower. Doesn't mean you don't dress. Don't you? I, yes, I have the ponytail in. I cannot oh, do my hair. I'm sorry. But yet, like, can, like you still want to be your best. You're still presenting yourself. Call me crazy. But, you know, many years ago, I introduced a young girl to television that many of us now know. Her name is Kim Kardashian. If you go to YouTube, you'll see I actually gave Kim her very first job. It was an infomercial. And so many years later, people said, oh, she's, what is she famous for? I said, you know what she's famous for? For always leaving the house looking like a movie star in an age when most real movie stars were doing no makeup, ponytail, and it was like, oh, wow, that's not attractive. And Kim set this crazy standard of being presentable, being beautiful, and then people started sponsoring that. So it's just a little, by the way, what does, what's frustrating is no male CEO has to spend the hour putting on their face or doing their hair. Well, but let me just say, I've, I've actually made comments about this recently. It's so interesting now with everybody working at home. We're in everybody's private lives. Right. So you're seeing the background. You're seeing the pictures of my daughters over my shoulder. You're seeing the old Christmas cards that are hanging. Like you're, you're in your living room. You look beautiful. You're, 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 you know, your set, your private set looks beautiful. But the regular day-to-day meetings, we're all seeing another part of people, which is great. I think that's really great. And we're connecting in a different way. 
But even when I'm meeting new people, like guys aren't dressed. They're not showered. I got, and they all got their hairs out to here. It's, they got their own issues. They don't wear mascara, but they're not doing it either. Well, it is kind of funny. I, I will say I've had a lot of fun. I watched, I love Jane Fonda. I grew up with her. Her and Lily Tomlin do a great show on Netflix. And they did a table reading on Zoom that we could all watch. And I thought, this is, you would never, ever imagine you would see the private lives of some of the people you were getting to see. Totally. totally. All right. So let's talk about you. I'm actually on your Facebook group page, Bottom Line Inc. Tell me about how you got started and what you're up to. Uh, so Bottom Line Inc., actually, it's a family business. We're almost 50 years old. I tell my children I've been working since I'm 12 years old. Um, we, because my father started the company, we were a newsletter publisher and he was frustrated reading all sorts of business magazines. And there was all these pages and there was one nugget. Could you just get to the nugget, please? So bottom line is all about actionable advice, talking directly to the experts, but tell me what to do. I don't want to read 20 pages. We'll be, give you a page and a half at most, but you, like very action oriented. What should I do? What should I do next? And what does it mean to me? You know, I can't compete with the news cycle. But I can tell you, I can give you what I'll call the second story. So everyone's talking okay. about, there's a new vaccine, there's a new drug. I mean, you know, you should, the remdesivir, that's going to be great. But what does that mean? And what does is, what is drug trials really mean? And is anything really going to happen so soon? So we give that kind of next layer for people to understand it. And then what should I do about it? Because again, anything that's out there in the headlines, that doesn't mean you should do it yourself. Right? Oh, no, so, so we shouldn't drink, so we should not be drinking bleach? Sorry. Uh, you know, uh, anyone who says that, like, come on, like, you're not, no one's intelligently doing it. I made some other funny comment the other day about what we should all be doing. Like, wouldn't it be great if we could all, I can't remember what it was, but it was a similar kind of, wouldn't it be great if we could rotor, rotor, rotor our veins? Like, I get that. Like, anyone that takes that literally, I don't know, like, it's just, you know, dreaming, you know, applying a concept here, which is what entrepreneurs do all the time. You apply a concept here and go, how do I apply it there? Wouldn't right. it work? For, wouldn't that be interesting? So let's go back for a second. So you actually took over your, that's funny. You started the business when you were 12 because both of my kids have been in my business forever. And you have brothers and sisters? I have an older brother and a younger sister. And my mom, my mom is still there. I sent a customer to her the other day at 10 o'clock at night. So explain, so Bottom Line Inc. is what now? So we are, we have been an information provider, a newsletter provider and books. So we shipped 750,000 books last year, believe it or not. We wow. sell them direct. We're not on Amazon. We're not in the bookstores. Our newsletter, Bottom Line Personal, um, has, is about 300,000 people, all subscription. We don't take ads. So we, we really give information. People really pay us for information. And what we've been doing in the last seven years, actually, is going, how do I expand that brand? Like, what is Bottom Line? Because the people that read it, it's almost like a club. We were always a little under the covers. And like, there's a thing called that I've developed, like living the bottom line life which is smart, inquisitive, you want to take action in your life. Like there's, there's, a, there's a concept in there. So we're working to see what other products and services, how do we help people live that life? Um, so I developed a store. We have a lot of health information. The experts um, give advice and they say, well, you know, vitamin D. Now that everyone's talking about vitamin D for um, low levels of vitamin D make you vulnerable, more vulnerable to COVID. Um, well, well, anyone that wants to take that, now you go to Whole Foods or wherever you want to go, Kirk, you know, Costco, and there's these many vitamin Ds, and some are $30, and some are $10, and some are, you know, 5,000 IUs, and some are 1,000. Which one do I take? I, I don't know. Right. So we started this store to take that confusion out. We work with a naturopathic physician, because I always talk to the top experts and say, help me pick top brands, safe doses, safe products. If it's something, I won't sell things like 
in doses that people, they could drink a bottle of it, but I'm not going to sell it in a high dose, right? Actually, that's, you know, that's, I spent eight years on television with Jack LaLanne mm-hmm. and we helped introduce the concept of juicing around the world. And I will tell you, that's one of the big issues about what you put in your body, especially when it comes to pills. They all look the same. And I think when the study came out that a lot of what people were taking was cardboard, it was shocking. Right. So, so I love that you guys are committed to that. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. It's so confusing. And you read, you know, there's lead in it or it's from China, like whatever it is. So I said, well, let's take that out of that, that formula and make it easy. So we wow. launched the store so that people can go bottomlinestore.com. I'll, I'll you know, t- say my website. Well, no, actually, because, you know, trust me, right. you can get to pitch that and I'll pitch you this because I don't know if you've actually seen my spingem and maybe you have. But I will tell you, this little crazy thing that's yeah. based on the world's oldest toy, I've sold 2 million of these things. And it's the only, it's the sexiest way to get fit at your desk, but it actually really works. So I'd love to have that conversation with you offline. You I'm that? in for it. It looks like, yeah, I like it. What do I do it? My ex? Well, you know, the reason I had to go for the dog walk is because you sit on your butt all day. My hips are like the elastic band. Oh, wait, so- baby, wait till I show you my little prop. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That's actually- <laughs> we'll no, talk. That's actually true. Thank you for that. And I'm right. very excited because just the, you know, because I just met you and I love that. Right. But the people who referred you, I trust very much. Yes. And the concept that there would be someone out there who's trying to find the real information about what we take and what we do. It's funny because one of my dear friends, I, I don't know his last name, but you know Vicki Sorensen? You ever met her? No, but I know. He's a vitamin D expert. Yeah. He's been writing yeah. the most amazing books. I'd like right. to send it. Yeah, these, the people have been doing this forever. And yet now all that you see on television is fear, fear, fear. Right. And I'm excited now that I can actually drive people to going, actually hope. Things right. you can actually do. Yes. No. Well, like we like you can trust what is on our site. Am I going wow. to? Am I going to compete? You can go to Amazon, probably buy it a buck or two cheaper. I will never compete with Amazon, but I make it easy. I take that stress out of the decision. All right. So we got to take a quick a commercial break here. When we come back, uh, I need you to stay tuned because maybe I'll actually get Sarah to drop a couple of hints about a couple of things that really can help you get through this time, build your immune system and kind of be healthier as opposed to being fearful. All right, guys, don't go away. You're listening to Forbes Factory. Focus on health, wealth, and happiness. We'll be right back after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired you are listening to the forbes factor to call in with a question or comment please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to forbes at forbesriley.com now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, Miss Sarah, what's the best thing that's come out of the last couple of months for you? Uh, well, I've eaten much better. My daughter has been home, and she's a much better cook than I am, frankly. <laughs> so that's um, you know, it's really a double-edged sword. I think obviously I'm just so frustrated as everyone is. We want to get out. We want to be back in our in our lives, and I'll call it have normal. And I don't know what normal is ever going to be again. Um, I think it's given us a great opportunity to rethink everything, to rethink business processes, to reconnect. You know, we actually, my husband has begged me forever. My, my daughters are 22 and 26. He begged us forever to have family dinner. Now we'd have family breakfast, but dinner was ones at field hockey, ones at dance, everybody's rushing, whatever. But now we actually, I have my 22 year old has been home with us cause she was in New York and, um, we're having family dinner and she and I cook every, every night and like cook far fancier than I ever do. Cause she's such a good cook. Um, and we sit and we talk and it's really been lovely. And I think I've heard that from a lot, a lot of people um, in the global world. Here's my, here's my fantasy and hope. Um, and I think I sent you a blog that I'd written last week about this. You know, my frustration with life is over 60% of the healthcare costs. Everyone's frustrated with healthcare costs. Most of those costs are because of the choices we make from a health point of view. The food that we put in our body, our lack of exercise, like there's so many things that we are self-sabotaging. But because the world has a pill or a something that they can fix us, we consider that okay. People are willing to take that trade-off. So now we've got this thing that nobody can do anything with. Viruses don't get cured for the most part. They maybe will get a vaccine they don't know because they don't know if it's a single strain or a multi-strain, if it'll evolve, they don't know any of that. They don't, they have things they're learning to treat it so people don't die of it or so people get better faster. But this is the biggest opportunity for people to, to shift themselves. If you're that afraid of coronavirus, then can you please make the choices to improve your immune system, lower your risk of getting sick. Everyone's running around with the masks so they don't make anyone sick. Well, if you don't get sick, you don't get other people sick. And that to me, I'm, that's my fantasy, my hope. We're doing all sorts of programs. I've been doing a lot of my own Facebook lives. We're going to be doing an immune program for people. It's so easy and so simple to do. And please world, if you love your neighbors as much as you do to wear this silly mask all over the place, then stop eating ho-hos all day long. Sister, my- you are, let me tell you something. Here's my new philosophy. If you own a dog, take off the mask. 
We own a dog who goes outside, who rubs his nose and all kind of dog poop and other things that have been running around, rolls in it. Unless you scrub him within an inch of his life, they come in the house, they get in your bed, they lick your face, and you're kind of okay? Take the mask off. Well, but besides which, we're treating this like it's the only germ on earth. I know. Oh, my. Thank you. Thank you. It's not. We have been drowning in germs forever. So after 9-11... When the white powder, I'm going to call it arsenic. Was there wasn't arsenic. It was, uh, I forget what it's called. It started with an A. It's in the world already. Yes. Right? It's already out there. Yes, if somebody sticks it in your envelope in a concentrated form, you're going to, you have a different issue. But that stuff is out there. MRSA is out there. But we've dissected this disease so that everybody knows every symptom, every wacky thing, every element of it. I promise you there are wacky symptoms of everything. There are other side effects. There are lasting effects of every germ that's been out there. But this one, the media has everybody crazy. Like this is the last germ on earth. It is not. There's going, this may come back. It may go away. We don't know. The flu will come back. You know, chicken pox comes back as shingles, right? So there's, MRSA is around. You name it. The billions of germs we're surrounded with every day, everywhere. And we're not living a bubble. Oh, by the way, interesting fact. When you live in a bubble, you get sicker. Children that live in, that are raised in bubbles get sicker than children that are out, I'll call it, and allowed to eat some dirt. Right. So, that's when I had my babies. That's when you say, why are they on the ground? Because if they don't, they will get sick. Kind it's true. Yeah. My kids ran barefoot and they took the splinters out of their feet. They knew that was the chance they'd take. What a very smart mom. Tell us a little bit about your company because I'm, I'm enamored with you right now. Oh, I know. We're new BFFs. In, in only seven and a half minutes. You know what? Because it doesn't take that long to spot sanity. I try. Okay? My kids also, I'm mothers. I, there's something about being a working mom, CEO, at this level, running it all, making it happen, making it look easy, uh, even when it's not, having a healthy family. And I, will t- I tell people, actually, you guys prayed for this. How many of you prayed that you don't have to go to work on Monday? Oh, guess what? You don't. I know, I know right? it's funny. How many of you prayed for more family time? You got it. And I right. tell people, be careful what you wish for. Because if you've ever watched any of those genie parables, there's always a hook to whatever you got. You kind of exercise those wishes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I well, there's always, you know, I've challenged people, you know, they always wish for, I wish I could be home, like pause on my life and be home for a while. Because then I would fill in the blank. Right. With those photos, deal with my ad, whatever those things you wish you could do or thought about wanting to change your career or learn the guitar. Now's your chance for it. Right. The truth is you didn't need, you didn't need more time. You actually just needed more discipline. You just needed to choose. It needed to be that important. And now you don't have an excuse. So except for the fact that we're all, you know, doing more laundry and cooking more and doing more dishes than ever before. But um, I mean, the number of times I I I want to meet somebody very special from all the way across the pond. He shares a similar philosophy to us. He actually has a whole weight loss program, deals with hypnosis. He's a very multitasking man. I would like to welcome to the program. Everybody give a big round for Adam Cox. Adam, come on in and say hi. Hi. How is everyone? Everyone's great. So where in the UK, where are you? So I'm in London, just North London. So um, yeah. And London's weird right now. It's like a ghost town. It's, It's odd. So Sarah, I want you welcome to stay for the second half of the show. I would love you to, as though you're telling Adam all that you do, and drive to you because she has an amazing family business. Give us one last pitch about what you're up to and what your family's been doing for almost 50 years. I'll give you one last pitch and then I'll let you talk to Adam. Go encroach on his great space. No, bottom line, so Bottom Line Inc. is our website, bottomlineinc.com. We have all sorts of information. We have bloggers. I do podcasts. Um, bottom Line Personal is our publication. The, it's six, it is print, 
But you know what? It's 16 pages. You stick it in a pocket. And sometimes print is nice. Um, and then we've got our store. So again, we're trying to figure out how to help people to be able to help themselves. We have money information. We used to have travel information. Now it's like, how do you travel safely? Right. <laughs> but um, family relationships, you name it, career, you know, all sorts of healthy living information because you know, that, that's the key of it, right? So being able to, to live a strong, healthy life enables you to do all those great things. Bottom you know, it's so funny because one of the things that I teach is I teach pitching. I've been on home shopping forever, making two to $5,000 a minute in sales. I love your pitch because Adam, you could just see him going, wait a second, I have to go write that down just to make sure I don't forget. That's an effective pitch. You did a great job. Give us one more website so we'll make sure people go to it. Bottomlineinc.com. They can go to our, our social media. We've got Bottomline Inc. on social, on, on fans, Facebook, on Instagram. Come find me on LinkedIn, Sarah Heiner. I'm, I love meeting new people. And so. Sarah, just one last thing, because you are a busy working mom, you are a CEO. Give me what a thought that people should kind of carry with them for a week that's kind of a personal philosophy of yours. Um, my big thing that I honestly believe is that we all have more power in our lives than we give ourselves credit for. And it's easy to say, I can't do it because I can't exercise. I don't have time. Oh no, I can't live without M&Ms. No, you have a whole lot more power in your life for whatever it is, for your career, for you, with your family, with your relationships, with your food, no matter what it is, you've got it in there. Just give it, give yourself permission to have it. And everyone, my new beautiful BFF, I adore you. We will reach out to each other. Thank you so very much for your time. Thank you. you. I really appreciate it. Thanks. And Adam, have a great chat. (laughs) Adam, I love my, I love the accent. Um, Tell everybody what you're up to. You have a very unique approach to weight loss and your business and your own personal health. Share it with us. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to kind of set up a PR agency at the age of 23 years old. Uh, and that got me into the, the realm of business. And, and I was looking at public relations very much from the psychology side, like how to influence people, how to change perceptions. Um, but I'd actually studied psychology. So I was interested in that kind of thought process, why people do certain things and, and make certain choices. Um, and it must have been about five, six years ago that I kind of reconnected with that kind of psychology type of thing. You know, when your intuition is telling you again and again, you know, you, you need to kind of start thinking about this. So I, I trained as a, uh, as a qualified clinical hypnotherapist, but I was looking at it very differently from everyone else. You know, I had- I, I want to just go back for one quick second before we get too yeah. far into your story. You're a young 23-year-old kid. You decide to open your own PR agency? Because yeah. a, lot of my, a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs. That's a big leap of faith. What did you think you were going to be before that? Yeah, so I, I I knew that I didn't like working for other people. I, I had an, an overall, you know, part arrogance, but also part um, I I didn't like the the fact that other people could be responsible for my own destiny. So for me, I only had two jobs. I worked in a radio station. I worked in a PR agency, and I kind of decided that I I wanted to kind of do it for myself. And and everyone at the time said, oh, you know, that's very courageous. That's very brave. But the the way I reconciled it was that. You know, I'd accumulated enough money to have my own seed capital to kind of launch that business. And I kind of thought, well, if I try and launch this business and fail, that education is going to be way more valuable than the amount of money I invest in in that particular business. So I kind of justified it that heads I win, tails you lose. You know, if the business is a success and I'm still running that business now, then great. But if it doesn't, then I get back the education that is still going to help me anyway. So that gave me the ability to kind of just kind of take action and, and, and set that company up. And I'm actually going to reiterate what you just said. From a failure, 
you learn so much. So many people walk around going, oh my God, I failed. And I talk about it in a kind of in a magnet ways. It life happens for you, not to you. And I also firmly believe that not everything happens for a reason. No, it doesn't. Things happen, find the reason. And so you make amazing life lessons out of that. And because of that, if you've been doing that your whole life, you're going to go through this time period easier, don't you find? Oh, massively. You know, for, for me, it was, it was kind of, it was strange when the whole lockdown, you know, took place. You know, a lot of people, I saw them panicking, but, you know, I've, I've spent my life, you know, kind of being very comfortable outside of my comfort zone. So this is just another place outside of my comfort zone. So for me, it, it, was, it was a very minor adjustment. And actually, you know, not so much on the hypnosis side, but on the, on the PR side, We've had, you know, the, you know, two of our best, best months and, and May's looking really good as well. So, you know, I think the ability to kind of adapt very quickly, it applies in nature, it applies in business. And if you don't adapt quickly, you, you die, you know, that's, that, that's, it's, it's the cruel but exciting kind of part of business, which I really like. So before I leave, I need to have you explain what PR is in the 21st century so that somebody out there goes, wow, I don't understand. How can I leverage this? What really is going on? Yeah. So for, for me, public relations, you know, there's a, there's a saying which I like, and that is advertising is what you pay for and PR is what you pray for. So effectively, you, you can buy time, you can buy space with advertising. But when it comes to editorial, you have to influence people. So that could be a journalist, that could be a presenter, that could be a news editor. So it's earned media rather than paid for media. And, and that has so much value because it comes with credibility. So you lose a bit of the control, but you get so much of the credibility back. And that credibility builds trust and it builds thought leadership and expertise. You know, this, you know, this, this talk that we're doing right now, this is a conversation. This isn't an advert. So it has much more credibility than, you know, if you see those kind of adverts at the beginning of YouTube clips, people don't really trust those as much. They want to skip them. But they, they you know, people these days, I think, are big fans of content and, and interesting advice and stories. And I think that's really what, for me, PR is. It's communicating a message in a native way that people intuitively respond to. I love that. So now you also found hypnotism, which I actually did as well. I've been a hypnotist and an NLP practitioner. It's an interesting how that evolves in your life. How is that? How did that come to be for you? Yeah. So I, I had, you know, severe anxiety as a, as a teenager to the extent that I became a recluse for about nine months. I, I literally would hide away from the world and effectively it forced me to kind of learn about how to kind of change how I was thinking, how to change my emotional states. So at the time it was, it was a horrible experience, but now when I look back on it, it was kind of like the most useful thing that could have happened to me because those skills that I learned back then kind of toughened me up for the world. And then rather than being a victim, it kind of made me think, right, how do I respond? How do I change? How do I learn? How do I get better? Um, and then that pathway you know, as you'll know, hypnosis and NLP, it's very much about outcomes. It's about making changes, whereas a lot of therapies are quite, you know, permissive and it's just kind of listening for I'll just stop you for one second because mm. you found it at a very down time in your life. I found that I'd been given a, a play, Lily Tomlin let me do her one woman show to create 15 characters, no change of costume, no change of scenery, you had to memorize 250 pages. I'm talented enough to audition and get the part. I get to rehearsal on location and I'm freaking out thinking, there's no way I'm going to memorize an entire book. And I think we had three weeks. I'm thinking, and I walked around saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I actually ended up on a hypnotist couch at one of the lowest parts. So everybody just go back to that moment. You found this particular mind expanding practice when? 
Yeah, when I when I was you know crippled with anxiety, I would my heart would be out of my chest when I would open the the door of my one bedroom apartment. You know, it was it was through necessity because I was I had this weird dissonance in the sense that I was very ambitious and I kind of had belief in myself, but at the same time I couldn't even walk down the street. So I kind of had to. That, where did you discover that came from? And I'm just kind of harping on that for a second because mm. we have a break in about three minutes, and I know there's somebody out there listening who feels the exact same way. One, where do you think it came from? That well, let's start there. Yeah. For me, back then, I had this um, weird belief system about not being good enough and, and not really being worthy. So for me, I was terrified about the thoughts and evaluation of other people. So really, my fear back then was of other people, which is why I kind of created my own um, shelter, which became a prison. You know, my my kind of hideaway was was really a prison of in my own mind. It was my own making, but it it did force me to kind of think. Well, I'm not really happy in this kind of situation. So how do I change it? And then that that's what led me to clinical hypnotherapy and, and NLP very early on. So everybody uh, knows I do this, and you're an interesting case. We'll find out the answer when we come back with the question. Right? Well, the first question is, what's your first memory in life? Can you tell me real quick? First memory in life. Seagulls. I used to live on the coast. Okay. So what exactly is that memory? Okay. That memory is me um, being on a concrete promenade, looking out to the sea, and then like a giant seagull being swooping down. Were you scared? No, I wasn't. No. How old were you? I must've been two, something like that. All right. So here's the crazy thing. You made a decision about life at that moment. And I'm kind of curious to see how it came about given the anxiety and given the path that you've had. So when we come back, you're going to share with me what your decision about life was. And let's see how this theory that everybody who follows me knows. We play this game a lot. So everybody, my name is Forbes Ryan. You listen to Forbes Factor. We really talk about health, wealth, and happiness. Today, you've experienced two entrepreneurs who really took the reins, who are not stopping because of the, whatever the crisis is. That's a lot of in your head, the fear. Businesses are thriving, and so can you. Take a listen to my sponsors and make sure you come right back after this because I can't wait to hear Adam's answer. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. 
Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, so everybody, welcome back. Uh, we're having an amazing conversation today. And one of the things that we're talking about is fear, anxiety, stress, overcoming it and then my huge passion as you guys know for hypnosis and my guest Adam Cox is not only a PR agency owner but a specialist in this field as well and so one of the things that's really fascinating to me is how your first decision about life affects your life not what actually happened but your decision about it so when you left just a minute ago I asked you said you were sitting there watching seagulls a big seagull down what was your decision about life based on that moment do you think I, I do know that my my biggest value is freedom, um, and and that's been you know. No, 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 so... wait, wait, I'm going to make you answer the question. I'm a tough chick here. What does your little kid and a big seagull swoops down? Go back for a second and pretend you might know what decision did you make about life based on that very moment. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's difficult to know or, or guess what decision, but you know. It, Based on what I know about my life, I would probably say not to be trapped or confined because I know, I think I was in a push chair or something like that when the sweet seagull came down and it might be related to having the ability to move and do my own thing. I, I think that's probably it. Well, but it's interesting because I would say, yes, you were kind of trapped and confined. And I'm going to probably say that something big swooping down, which is the vision I'm getting, might not have been about freedom when you're really young, right? It's the same thing as when you're a kid and mm-hmm. someone walks up to you really tall, runs behind a mom's me and mom says, oh, no, he's shy. And I'm thinking, no, stop putting the word shy in your kid's head. Somebody two and a half times his height just walked up to him. If you saw that person now, you'd like be going, you'd run away too. So it's funny how we make these decisions. But I'm curious if this fed into this anxiety moment that kind of shattered your life changes, your life choices. It could be. It could be. I mean, you know, for, for me, anxiety has been something that used to be you know, an enemy and is now a friend, you know, it's, it's kind of, I, I let fear push me forward rather than hold me back. So yeah, definitely like fear and anxiety is, is been a big character in my life story. Definitely. By the way, if you can help teach people that one sentence right now that you've learned to let fear push you forward, not hold you back, we'd all be a lot happier right now as a, as a global planet. Do you agree? Oh, totally. Yeah. People make bad choices when they're afraid. Uh-huh. So this moved you into this world of hypnosis. How do you define hypnosis? Hypnosis for me is a catalyst for change. It's a, it's a tool. It's an effective way of, of creating some kind of change. Um, you know, people talk about unconscious, conscious mind. You know, I believe that. I believe that as humans, we do the vast majority of, of thinking and behavior unconsciously. You know, you don't think about blinking or breathing. So it's a good tool to make changes at the unconscious level. And so have you taken this into a practice? Yeah. So in, in London, there's a, a street called Harley Street and that's where I practice. And that's, 
you know, quite, quite famous. So I get to work with, you know, celebrities and, and quite, you know, uh, heavy hitters. And, and, and it's, it's good because I take my no, business wait, wait, background. Wait, wait, wait. Now, I know you can't name drop because that whole privacy thing, but let's give us categories here. We don't know Harley Street in the U.S. We want to know what level. Give us kind of categories of some of the people that you have access to. Yeah. So recently there was a, uh, a, a person that was on, uh, I, I don't know if you have X Factor or things like that, but it was uh, one of the singers on um, X Factor had a fear of singing and, and I kind of got rid of that. I've worked with minor members of royalty. I've worked with, um, you know, actors, you know, you, you name it. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's good fun, but you know, for me, people are people. And, you know, I think there is a, a thought process that if you're famous or rich, then you're immune to life's problems. And that just isn't the case. Like, you know, uh, you can be anyone and have anxiety, you know, addictions, phobias, whatever it might be. Right. And I think it's really helpful for a lot of our listeners to hear that, that you are not immune to those things. Uh, so my daughter has a, a big fear of needles. Like it's not good. She just had surgery and it was a little traumatic. Is that something you can help with in hypnosis? Do you think? Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's, it's what's known as a simple phobia. So, you know, the, the look of the needle or the imagined idea of a needle inserting her skin, uh, it creates, you know, a panic reaction. Sympathetic nervous system kicks in, fills her blood with adrenaline. And that's not ideal because you've got muscle tension at the point where you've got something entering your, entering your, your skin, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's about breaking the pattern of thought and emotion is really the key thing. And how long does it take to do that? Is it an instant thing? Do you need years of therapy or how do you describe what you do? Yeah. For, for, for me, the interesting thing about phobia is much more than weight loss. Weight loss, you know, there's a lag time because the, the fat is calories and there has to be a lag time. But phobias, uh, what I enjoy so much is that it looks magical. The transformation can take place, you know, in under an hour, um, you know, sometimes in a few minutes. And, and, and the person that's had that lifelong phobia and then they don't have any more, you can just see the whole life changing and so they make a picture of their new future. And it is, is really um, fulfilling to kind of help someone in that way. Can you do it over Zoom? I do it over Zoom. Yeah. My, my kind of international clients, yeah, they don't, they don't come to London. So yeah, Zoom, Zoom's really helpful for me. I was very comfortable with Zoom prior to lockdown. I know it, everyone's kind of addicted to it now, but um, yeah, Zoom, Zoom works so long as it's you know, I've got a clear image of them because I look for micro expressions. I look for tonality changes and, and things like that. But, you know, that, that's why I've got microphones like this. So my voice comes across and they can actually kind of um, hear the suggestions or, or kind of approaches that I'm asking. I love it. What's, um, what's been one of the best things that's come out of this crazy time for you? Yeah, I think, I think for me, <coughs> the, the absolute best um, thing is that it, it's given me um, real life evidence of my ability to um, handle and, uh, and adapt to, to challenge, you know, and, and I think it's, you know, there's a lot of people in the mindset area and, and kind of uh, psychology that talk a good game, but I'm a big fan of congruency and, and actually walking the talk. So, you know, for me, um, you know, talking about this kind of stuff and, and helping other people, I, I get to experience it from within. And I think that for me is, is been the best thing. I have to take a, I have to cough and kick a quick sip of water. So um, what's one major piece of advice you would offer everybody? I, th I think for me, the, the major advice that I would, I would offer anyone is that we're you know, infinitely more resilient than we ever think we are and that all anxiety is temporary. Uh, when I work with clients and, and they've, they have panic attacks or they have 
phobias or severe anxiety, I ask them the question as a pattern interrupt. I say, look, when was the last time that anxiety killed you? Uh, and of course, it never has. Um, so that then gives them evidence that every time anxiety comes along, they are the winner of that particular interaction. And it, and it shifts their thinking from them being a victim of anxiety to being undefeated in anxiety. And that, and that kind of changes their perception. I love that. How do people find you? Yeah. So in terms of anxiety and fears, uh, I have a, a website called phobiaguru.com. Um, right. If it's uh, weight loss related, hypnoslimming.com. And, uh, and I have a, a podcast called The Hypnotist where you can actually hear my real life hypnosis sessions. And that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just the well, Also, you actually don't, you don't know what this is, do you? So I actually had massive success in London. I made 48 trips to the UK to be on QVC and, uh, and shop television. But this is, I'm, I'm going to make sure you get one of these. Uh, it is actually a spin gym. And I'm, it's one of the most amazing weight loss tools because sitting in your chair in a minute, it doubles your heart rate. So literally, oh, wow. I know it's actually changed my life. I have had a woman lose the most we've had loss is 168 pounds. That's amazing. I know you're like, really? Seriously. So let's talk about that for a couple of minutes about weight loss. A lot of people have gained weight over this time being locked in their house. What's your philosophy about weight in general? Yeah, for, for a lot of people, they think it's about the food. They think it's about calories. And, you know, it, I'm not a nutritionist, although I know a lot about nutrition. You know, for me, I look at it as kind of cause and effect. And, and for most people, there is an emotional attachment to food or it's a vehicle to help them. So a lot of people will use food as a coping mechanism to deal with stress or overwhelm or anxiety. Um, a lot of people are on autopilot. Um, so they're just not aware that they're kind of constantly snacking or grazing. Um, so, you know, it's not really about the food. The food is just the, the byproduct. So if all the chocolate disappeared in the world, people that are currently, you know, eating a lot of chocolate would just replace it with something else, you know? So it's about what the food is doing for them. Um, and, and, and the goal really when I work with people is to see, right, can we break that pattern and replace that vehicle with a different vehicle? Because the idea that, you know, food is the only way that can make you feel good is ridiculous. There are so many other things as well. But the consequence of relying on food is that it can lead to uh, weight gain. And then in, in the majority of cases, less so with men, but certainly in women, when weight goes up, quite often confidence and self-esteem goes down. Not always, but, but quite often it does. Uh, and I think you know, that can then create a self-fulfilling prophecy because when confidence is down, their resourcefulness goes down and then they don't feel that they're in control of their own weight. And then it creates a very um, helpless feeling. It's kind of fascinating, the fact that your self-esteem does go down. Uh, what do you recommend, though, when people – so is it mostly mind for you? Is it, tell, is it convincing people that chocolate or broccoli tastes better? A lot of people don't like their vegetables, especially in the UK. I lived there for a while. Hard to find vegetables. I do a lot of chips and fried food. Um, what's your thought on that? Yeah, I think it's – you know, aversion is a technique that can work, so you, you kind of – uh, associate things like chocolate or pizza with kind of negative things. What, what I tend to do is um, more about communicating, you know, parts therapy is a part of hypnosis, but um, the part that is kind of making them, you know, cope with whatever their issue is by using food, um, it has a good intention. Quite often it's trying to protect them. I've worked with people that have experienced, you know, um, rapes and sexual assault. And, and for them, subconsciously the food is is trying to make them unattractive to protect them from being attacked again so there, there's a lot happening at the unconscious level which is about protection or coping uh, and it's about getting to the root and then seeing if there's a, a more effective eloquent way 
that they can still enjoy food, but not have the side effect of putting on so much weight. How does your, um, you look very fit. <clears throat> Talk to me about moving, especially as people locked inside. What do you recommend right now? Yeah, for me, I, I mean, normally, normally I'm, I'm in the gym every day, but the, the gym has been closed here for a couple of months. Um, so <laughs> I, I have a little life hack, which I'm going to share with, with you and your audience. I, I have a, a spinning bike in my summer house and I have a big TV and I watch Netflix and Amazon Prime while I'm on my spinning bike because I know that if, if it's a good TV show, you go into a trance, you forget what you're doing. So then you can burn all these calories while you're consuming, you know, whatever TV show that you want. And then it's just a, it's a good way to get two things done at the same time. I actually completely agree. My bike is definitely facing my television and I add my upper body. Got to tell you, if you can actually double your heart rate, you uh, can do crazy things upper and lower personal pitch because I know you have not heard it. And it happens to be of all the countries it's available still in the UK, which is kind of cool. Um, closing thoughts for people who are a little frustrated, a little depressed right now, listening to this podcast. Uh, we actually go out live on radio right now. Uh, what would you say to them? Yeah, I think, I think first of all, it's okay to feel that way. You know, I think there's a lot of people trying to put on a brave face and, and not acknowledging how they really feel. And it's, and it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be stressed. It's okay to be overwhelmed. But one of the ways in which you can reduce that is by accepting that there's going to be so many things that you can't control. You can't control government policy. You can't control the virus itself. But there's so many things that you can control. And I think by accepting what you can't and really focusing on what you can control, that's going to improve your mental well-being and, and give you a sense of empowerment. I think that's actually amazing. And actually, it's just kind of fun. We should actually add that we found each other on social media. You know, one of the ways that you can now do this is we just reached out. Uh, how does social media, actually, I just popped in that voice that you heard. I popped onto your website. It's actually very cool. Um, the power of social media for you, how do you leverage it? Yeah, so I, I'm not on Twitter and, and I'm rarely on Instagram, but I use, I use Facebook. And, and what I tend to do, you know, I'm not, I, I think I'm naturally an introvert. So I'm not, you know, you know, very much about, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But I do, I do share when I'm featured in the media and I, and I do share things that I'm proud of and, and things like that. So for me, you know, what social media is good is great for connecting. And it's also great for, in a way, your own brand management. You know, it's kind of like, you know, for me, I treat social media as kind of, you know, an accountability group. So as I'm changing, I'm kind of publishing those changes. So then I know that that becomes my new standard. So I'm, I'm kind of using it as a self-development tool. Well, Adam, I want to thank you so very much. At some point, we'll get to see each other in person on either side of the pond. I wish you a lot of luck. We will send people, Mr. Adam Cox, your way. And thank you very much for being my guest today. You're very welcome. Thank you. Oh, you're awesome. All right, you guys, I have got a minute left, and I'm just going to give my heart to you guys. Um, you know, it's funny. As soon as I leave here, I'm actually taking my dear man to physical therapy. For a lot of us, these times are challenging. I think what you heard from both my amazing guests today is to not give up, is to stay focused. And when your own thoughts are invading your head and they're not the most positive ones, reach out. Adam's there. I'm here. Sarah, there are so many beautiful things you can fill your head with. Turn off the news. I've got a great YouTube video about that. It will get you. And fear is, the, is what may kill you before anything else. You know, fear, false evidence appearing real. Take a little squirt gun and go to your fear. I want you to find the love in your heart. Look around you. Nature is there. Go get your hands in dirt you know, virtually reach out to some kid and just kind of love on them. And to all of you guys, thanks for being such loyal fans. I work very hard to make this happen for you. And I'll see you again next week. From my heart to yours. Bye-bye, everybody.
thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.